She switched it off, and it was as if her eyes were shut. She blinked them once or twice just to make sure they were actually open. She was really scared now. Really, really scared. Even more scared than she had been when they were after her, but in a different way. Spying on our mysteries! Get the spy! Get her! Get her! Someone had caught a glimpse of her and screamed. Then they'd all started screaming like they'd gone crazy or something. And then they had run away in what seemed like real terror. Then... But in a sort of way, she hadn't quite believed it was anything but a mean, horrible game. She was used to them slagging her off and calling her names, like Sneak and Snitch, when all she'd ever done was say what was true. And just suppose they'd caught her. They wouldn't have dared to hurt her. Not really. Not once they'd cooled down. So that panic wasn't like this. This was worse. Much worse. This was a cold, deadly chill that seemed to be seeping into her very bones with the icy damp. Her teeth had started to chatter. She had no idea where she was now. Even if her torch battery didn't run out, she could wander forever if she took a wrong turning. She could starve to death if she didn't pitch into one of those dreadful holes, screaming uselessly as she fell. But that wouldn't happen. They'd have to come back, look for her, say sorry. Or tell someone where she was if she wasn't back for dinner time. Of course they'd have to. She'd begun to cry again. She sniffed dolefully and wiped her nose on the back of her hand. To cheer herself up, she thought of how she'd make them pay for frightening her like this. They'd be in trouble and no mistake once she told her mum what they'd done to her. But what if they didn't come back? What if they were scared she'd tell? What if they just went home and pretended they didn't know where she was? No one else even knew that the others came here. She wasn't going to think about that, not yet anyway. They'll come back to find me before I count to a thousand, she told herself, trying not to hear the sound of her racing heart. She had reached 635 when she saw it, the faint bobbing beam of a big torch somewhere down the further passage. Only one beam, no voices. They must have separated to search for her. Realised they'd have to say sorry and beg her not to tell. The torchlight was nearer now, shining along the passage she'd escaped into, towards the mouth of her little cave. She stepped forward. Who's that? she called. I'm in here, and you better come and get me out or I'll tell what you all did. The beam of light swung sharply round, picking her out ruthlessly, shining directly into her face. She couldn't make out who was behind it. She put up her hand to shield her eyes. Who is it? she demanded again, more shrilly this time. I can't see you. Put the light down lower. But the beam didn't waver. As the person holding it advanced slowly, silently, menacingly, she took a step backwards, and then another step, Stop it! Stop it! You're scaring me! Who is it? She turned away, trying even in that confined space to slip past, to vanish into the darkness as she had somehow managed to do before. But this time she was skewered by the dazzling light which drove her back, back into the corner she had come from.
Deathly fear clutched at her throat so that she could hardly breathe. No, no, she whimpered, turning away, burying her face in her arms against the rock face. No, no! Something hard and heavy struck the back of her head. She knew a second of searing pain and she screamed. Then her legs buckled beneath her, the bright light faded and the darkness came surging in to swallow her up. Chapter One Lindy could sense the cave all about her, almost like a malevolent presence, as behind the others she stumbled out into it from the cramped, tortuous passageway. She could hear its echoing vastness in the hollow sounds the men's boots made on the rocky floor. The powerful beams from the miners' lamps in the helmets they wore...